0: Hello and welcome to another video. Manna. I'm Pastor Jeff Glenn, and it's my pleasure to take you through the word each week. We have been in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And we're gonna we're gonna spend a little bit of time here going over some of the things that we went over last week and then and then kind of really plowing on this because this this is important. There's a lot of different views of what Paul is saying here, and more broadly in what's known as eschatology or or the study of the end times. And so we wanna be faithful to what scripture says, but also taking a look at it um, as other faithful. Men have done over the centuries at the same verses and have come to different conclusions. So we, we kind of want to take a look at those, and we will today. So we'll we'll read uh, chapter two, verses three through five. So let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away, unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? So what we're talking about here, the the, the falling away, the, the, the rebellion, apostasy, departure, these are all words that have been used to to translate the, the same Greek word. And and so last week, we we talked about one of the views of this phrase falling away, which the the indication there was was some believe that that's a a falling away of the faith, an apostasy, and that that, that somehow believers in Jesus would fall away from their faith. And and however, that, that doesn't jive, however, with what John wrote in 1 John 2.19 when he wrote They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, so that it might become plain that they are not all, that they all are not of us. So there's a lot to be said even about this. And so in our limited time, what we what we want to focus on this question of can someone lose or walk away from their faith, is that's not the right question. What I would say is the right question is, is what is salvation and how do we obtain it and and center our looking through God's word on that question because it's plain from God's word what salvation is how we obtain it um salvation is a gift of God it's it's his idea he he initiated it he brought it to pass and and he is the one who maintains it so so it's all god centric in this in this, Way of looking at this issue of can we lose or give up? No, it, we've we've we're looking at that from our man's centric view. We we want to look at it from a proper view, which is from from God's perspective, as the one who who thought up the idea of our salvation, who who initiated the plan, who carried it out on the cross, and who to this day maintains it through the Holy Spirit. And so, in that perspective, what we see that the only explanation is that someone who claimed to be a part of the faith was, was never, in fact, a part. And so that's last week's uh, follow-up, and it leads us to a couple of other interpretations of this, this phrase uh, falling away. Some have translated the word here, which we've, we mentioned, uh, the Greek word apostasia, um, as, as departure. And and then applied it to believers, um, I- meaning that unless the departure of believers happens, then the man of lawlessness won't be revealed. And and in a broader understanding of eschatology, that's that's known as the rapture, which Paul did indeed talk about in First Thessalonians. And so there's there's other places of support for that, as I mentioned in First Thessalonians, but also from the broader understanding of, of eschatology, which which indicates that. The idea of the church being gathered together uh, to meet the Lord, um, and and that comes from the word harpazo, and so that is a possibility. That's also a historical um, interpretation from faithful, godly men who've looked at the scripture and and come to that conclusion. And so, so that's a strong contender for what that means. Um, but I also think that. Um, the, the last one that we'll talk about here is more likely considering the context. And then I always tell everyone kind of in a funny way that, you know, like real estate, the, the, the key in real estate is location, location, location. And in interpreting Scripture, likewise, it's context, context, context. So who was it written to? What what are the—especially when especially when we're looking at a phrase or a word, like it's especially important the context, like where in the sentence— and the um, chapter and the book is that written, and so w- w- with that lens, looking at the context of where the falling away happens, um, we see that um, it, it's 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 kind of this understanding of a, a mass turning away from from truth. So so this um, this understanding is more of a rebellion than. Than um, then the kind of a losing it's a it's a turning away from truth Which is led by the Antichrist the man of lawlessness, right? And so I kind of gave a little bit of a hint of who I think he is but Having said that this this idea of people turning from the truth believing a lie uh, believing anything but the Word of God right and and I think that's the best fit because Paul goes on to defend the truth and to attempt to turn people back to the truth of what he had told them while he was with them, and so this is kind of the timeless pattern, right? That that truth is spoken, revealed to us by God, and and then a deceiving influence comes in to try to to turn people away or draw people away from the truth, and and then God sends um, his influence to draw people back to the truth, and you know we saw that in the garden, right? Did God really say? And so this pattern is also in in the pattern of. Of Israel, you know, we see Israel's sin. They're they're drawing away to um, false idols and false worship. God sends in His influence through a prophet or through a judge, um, and they're they're called back to God. Um, and then this cycle continues. And so it's as Paul is indicates here: the the falling away will will. In, will reveal the man of lawlessness. And so it's the one who opposes and deceives and draws people away from the truth of um, he'll be revealed by that action of drawing people away. And so in this verse, we also, um, in the in the list of things that Paul is listing as reasons Jesus hasn't returned yet. Because remember, that's what they were believing. Jesus had already come back and they missed out. But we see another clue in it for us in this verse 4, when it says that this um, man of lawlessness will set himself up in the temple of God. Well, we don't have a temple of uh, in Jerusalem today. And so we know that um, the Temple Institute is... Um, And has made ready to rebuild that temple at any moment they've got priests ready and and all of the things for the um for the rites and the ceremonies and so that's exciting but as christians we we know that the law and ceremonies and all of that temple stuff was fulfilled in jesus and so we we look to this understanding that the temple's ready to be built in more of a um, looking for the the eschatological understanding of that 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 as this temple gets ready to be built and is built that's just another indication that our lord and savior is drawing near and so until next week i hope that you're encouraged and stay in the word